0: Scoliosis, a bend in the spine. We're going to talk about that next on Scope Radio. Health information from experts, supported by research. From University of Utah Health, this is thescoperadio.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Tom Miller, and I'm here with Dr. Daryl Brodke. He's an orthopedic surgeon and a spine specialist here at the University of Utah.
1: Daryl, what is scoliosis exactly? Scoliosis is a curve in the spine. Uh, technically, it's a curve that goes sideways in the spine because our spine naturally curves in the forward-backward plane, but sideways it's supposed to be straight. How do we get scoliosis, which sounds kind of abnormal? Yeah, there are a number of ways to get scoliosis. Uh, The most common is frankly arthritis in the spine as an older adult. That is a very common way to get scoliosis as an adult. But what we commonly think of when we think of scoliosis is teenage kids with a curvature in the spine that was picked up by the school nurse That's called the most common version of that, adolescent idiopathic scoliosis. And it's also fairly common, uh, but not quite as common as the degenerative kind in the elderly.
0: So we hear that a lot of people have scoliosis. Do the majority of those people not have problems? They just live with the scoliosis?
1: Absolutely. In fact, um, most kids and adults with scoliosis often find out they have scoliosis because they're being evaluated for a different problem and never really had known that they had scoliosis before that evaluation, and it doesn't really affect them in any way.
0: doesn't change their lifestyle, doesn't impact their livelihood. Exactly. And it doesn't progress?
1: It doesn't progress in most people.
0: Now, the other type of scoliosis you mentioned is due to arthritis, so as patients are getting older, that sounds a little more concerning.
1: It can be. It can also be fairly benign. It can be an incidental finding when somebody is being evaluated for low back pain for a muscle strain, for example, and it might have nothing to do with the low back pain. Alternatively, it may be very involved in the patient's problem in their low back, for example, when there's involvement of nerve compression, and we often see that in degenerative scoliosis.
0: Now, patients that have scoliosis who don't have any problems, I suppose they would not need to see anyone. When would a person with scoliosis need to see a spine surgeon such as yourself? Would it be because of pain or limited mobility?
1: So there are probably two main reasons and then a third that's common. I'll start with that third, the common reason is because they're concerned about it, they don't know very much about it, and they want to talk to somebody who treats this regularly and like, would like to get more information. That's a very common reason to see a physician, and that's a completely valid reason. Uh, most of those appointments uh, are uh, about patient education and reassurance, and they don't lead to surgical intervention. There are Uh, times when the scoliosis can be a problem and should be seen by a specialist that sees and treats and operates on scoliosis. Probably the most common in adults, the adult scoliosis form, is when the patient feels very out of balance, either forward or sideways in a way that they can't straighten up, or they feel uh, like their pain radiates down their legs and, and or they have numbness and weakness in their legs, and they can't do the things that they would uh, like to do.
0: So treatments would include graded therapy, so you'd start conservatively, or do you just do you need to go to operative therapy?
1: We will almost always start conservatively with physical therapy and medications like ibuprofen or naproxen, anti-inflammatory medicines, and sometimes we'll escalate to an epidural steroid injection or a little bit more aggressive treatment of pain. And if all of those fail, we may talk about surgery.
0: So the small percentage of patients with scoliosis would go on to surgery. That's correct. So to wrap that up and to, for our audience, basically scoliosis is a fairly common condition, especially in the younger patients or in younger people, and usually is not progressive, does not cause symptoms, and you live with it without any trouble whatsoever. But in some people, it is, it is problematic. It can impair function. It can ha- cause pain. And for that reason, you would see a spine specialist, and they would prescribe variable therapy from conservative therapy, including physical therapy, and non-opioid analgesics such as ibuprofen and naproxen. And then a few would need surgery ultimately. Have a question about a medical procedure? Want to learn more about a health condition? With over 2,000 interviews with our physicians and specialists, there's a pretty good chance you'll find what you want to know. Check it out at thescoperadio.com.